He died to bring you out of everything that was not lined up with his word. He sent Jesus to remove it off of you. And that's why 1 Peter 2.24 says, Pull his own self, bore our sickness and our disease in his own body. Good morning again, everybody. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning. God bless everybody. And again, welcome to Healing School. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. We'll go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your healing anointing today. We thank you for your healing power today. Your word declares they came, the people came to hear and to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. As you hear today, receive your healing. Receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. It's yours. Jesus bled and died to give it to you. Now you take it in the name of Jesus. The scripture says in Mark eleven twenty four, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you will have it. That believe you receive means take it now. It's available right at this very moment. It's been there. Today, you're going to find out some great big things that's going to help you. And we'll say it in different ways until you get it. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, Prophet, take it from the subject. Praise God. Destroying the works of the devil? Yes. Amen. Amen. Okay, go ahead. Amen. Okay. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome again to Healing School. And our apostles' notes are destroying the works of the devil, April 23rd. Let's get started. says, one of the strongest scriptures in connecting with healing is Romans 8 and 11. Mm -hmm. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead shall give life also to your mortal mortal body to his spirit that dwelleth in you. Wow. This is physical healing. This is the Holy Spirit taking the life of God and making it effectuous in our physical bodies making it health and strength and life to us. Mm-hmm. This, just stop me when you want to. This same Holy Spirit who raised the dead body of Jesus is now working in our death doom bodies. Making them perfect Read that last paragraph again. This same Holy Spirit 
who raised the dead body of Jesus is now working in our death-doomed bodies, making them perfect, sickless, Mm -hmm. and sinless. Making our bodies what perfect, sickless, and sickless and sinless. Wow! But that's big. Many people did not know that that is possible, and they didn't know that Jesus did that for them. But yes, He did. This is why. I always say, prophet, that it is illegal for you to be sick as a born-again believer. And this enforces, it empowers you to enforce what Jesus has given you. You are the enforcer of it. This empowers you to do just that. See, you can take back control over your life today. Right now, you can take the control. How do you do that? What words? Speaking the word of God. Jesus gave you authority. Yes, he did. You are not helpless. You have the power. Many people just have not known it. But praise God for healing school, huh? Mm-hmm. This belongs to you. Prophet. And just mm-hmm. jump in wherever you want. Uh-huh. I think I'm gonna let you carry I'm gonna let you carry this one today. Amen. First John three and eight says He that does sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. To this end was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And he did. Jesus, he did. Keep going. Jesus did his part of destroying the works of the devil. After he left the earth, he sent the Holy Spirit and gave us use of his own name and this wonderful revelation, the New Testament. That we, his representatives here on the earth, might go on destroying the works of the devil. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sin, the sickness, and the disease that are in the church today are there because of our not taking our own places in Christ. Wow. And this is what I was talking about. And you've been saying, uh, Prophet, that 
we are the enforcers. Yes, we are. You have to take your place as an enforcer. Did y'all know Satan can't do anything without your permission? Hmm. He is a rebel holder of authority. Mm -hmm. Tell him to shut up and sit down. Get out of your face. Do you know the word of God said he have to obey you? What? Yes. He must obey you. He don't have any other choice. None. Go ahead. Praise the Lord. Back to our notes. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> the sin, the sickness, and the diseases that are in the church today are there because of our not taking our places in Christ. They are prevalent in the church today because we have never been exercised to do the work that Jesus said we were to do. Do you think he would have given us John 14 verses 12 through 14 if we were not to use it? It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you that he that that he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Yeah. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. He meant that we should go and do greater works than he did, because mm -hmm. there are greater numbers of us. Our word and our work is that of destroying the works of the adversary. The weapon we ought to use is found in the 13th and the 14th verses. That's right. It says, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that mm -hmm. will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Wow. If you shall ask anything in my name, that will I do. Pause right there. That word, go ahead. Picture the words here. If you ask, if you ask, born again believer, if you ask anything he says in his name, which means in his authority, that he will do. That he will do. Can you see Amen. the healing there? Amen. If you ask anything in the name of Jesus, he says he's going to do it for you. Now, again, watch that word, anything. That is anything consistent mm -hmm. with the word of God. He said he'll do it. Child of God, it's time to get busy. It's time to take this thing more serious than we ever have. 
this is big. And it belongs to us. Jesus died. Put it in his will. So you and I can have it. Mm. All right. Thank God. Well, so do we think that we have been given John 14, 12 through 14, if we're not to use it? I'll repeat. It says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall you do also. Mm -hmm. And greater works than these shall you do. Why? Because I go unto my father. He meant that we would do greater works than he did because there are greater numbers of us. Our work is that of destroying the works of the devil, the adversary. Yeah. The weapon we are to use is found in the 13th and 14th verses. And whatsoever you shall ask, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. It says, if you shall ask anything in my name, that will I do. That word ask means demand. Mm -hmm. His name is to be used in the sense that we see it used in Acts chapter 3 by Peter who spoke to the impotent man at the gate of the temple, and he said this, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. That's right. This is not prayer. This is not prayer. This is casting out demons in that name. There is healing mm -hmm. for the sick. In that name. Yes. There is power to break disease and sickness in the hearts and lives of men in that name. Praise Jesus. Can that name of Jesus keep us from sickness? Can it keep us from want? Hmm. Can it keep us from poverty? Can it keep us from fear? Can it keep us from dread of hunger and cold? Can the name, that name, be used just as Jesus suggested that it be used in Mark 16 and 18? And these signs shall accompany them that believe. In my name shall they cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. Mm -hmm. They shall take up serpents. Mm -hmm. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall in no wise hurt them. Praise they God. shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. Wow. The early church 
was utterly dependent, I'm sorry, utterly independent of circumstances. I don't mean the whole church. I mean the apostles who understood fully the use of the name of Jesus. Prophet Paul right there. Mm-hmm. Right there, just what you just said. The early church was utterly independent of circumstances. I don't mean the whole church. I mean the apostles who understood fully the use of the name of Jesus. Now, before this Russia-Ukraine war had taken place, we had listeners in Russia, and I'm sure we still do. We had listeners in the Ukraine. I don't know if they can hear us right now or not. But in case they can, you can take the name of Jesus. I want you to listen to me. Pay close attention to what I'm telling you. You can take the name of Jesus and start rebuilding your country. You can take the name of Jesus and push your adversary right out of your country with the name of Jesus. God loves you. He gave you authority in the earth too. That is your country and you can take authority in it in the name of Jesus. And look what Jesus said again. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Folks, he meant that. Now, I pray God you can hear me or get this message. It doesn't matter what country you live in. You don't have to put up with the devil's mess. Not one more minute. Not one more. Not one more. God sent Jesus to destroy the works of the devil. How? And look what he said. Prophet, you just brought out. Mm -hmm. The works that I do shall you do. Mm -hmm. And greater. Because I go to my father which is in heaven. Yeah. Did you know every born again believer has the power and the authority in the name of Jesus to undo whatever the devil has done? Anywhere you see the works of the devil, you can take authority over it. You can stop it. If you understand and know the power in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I pray that you can catch this. I pray that you can hear this today. Mm -hmm. And we are praying for you. All right, prophet. It's it's Let's continue with the notes. Amen. Men could be sick then by breaking fellowship. 
And because of a lack of knowledge, just as they can be today. Yes. The early church, that is the Gentile portion of it, had never had any revelation from God. That's right. It was utterly raw material. Mm-hmm. The Jews were in worse condition. They were covenant breakers, as the modern church is. The most difficult to deal with today are the most religious. Yes. If there was sickness in the early church, it was to be expected because they had no precedent, no examples ahead of them. Yes. But Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And we are his instrument to do his work. We are. I like that. We are his instruments. We are the tools that he used to destroy, to undo the works of the devil. You got to get that. All right. Amen. Praise God. We are his instruments to do his work. We are to destroy sickness in the church. Our new slogan is no more sickness in the body of Christ. No more. No No more more sickness in the body of Christ. His word. If you don't know it, that's you. Mm -hmm. I say, if you don't know it, that's you. No, You are saying no more sickness on me. I am the body of Christ. I am his son. I am his daughter. He is my Lord. He is my savior. The scriptures say he's the savior of your body. Glory be to God. Okay. Getting back to the notes, his word is to become a reality in the lives of men. Yes. The fact that He bore our sins and put sin away by the sacrifice of himself and that he made provisions for the remission of all we have ever done or said proves that we should not be sick or in bondage to sin. That's right. Mm -mm -mm. That's good. He made... He made the sacrifice for our sins. The things we had done as a result of the sin nature. The new birth wipes out everything you and I have ever done. Praise God. Yes. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Wherefore, if any man, that means women too, is in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Absolutely. The old things are passed away. Behold, they are become 
new. Yeah. Praise God. They have become new. Romans 8 and 1 says, becomes a reality. There is therefore now no condemnation to them, that's us, that are in Christ Jesus. The people Christ are sin free, disease free, Mm -hmm. condemnation free. Let us then arise and take our place. Go out and carry this message of deliverance and victory to others. It is very important that we grasp clearly 1 John 5 and 13, which says, Yes. These things have I written unto you, Mm -hmm. that you may know that ye have eternal life. Yes. Even unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. Wow. Praise the Lord. We have God's nature which gives us a perfect fellowship with the Father, a perfect right to use his name, a perfect deliverance and freedom from Satan's dominion. Mm-hmm. Second Peter 1 and 4 says, whereby he had granted unto us his precious and exceeding great promises that through these ye may become partakers of the divine nature. Praise Look at God. Up. Of the yeah. divine nature. John 14 verses 13 through 14 says, If ye shall ask anything in my name, that will I do. Come on. If you shall ask anything in my name, that will I do. Praise God. Romans 6 and 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. Look to that. If sin cannot lord it over you, disease cannot lord it over you because they come from the same source. That's right. The nature and life of God that has come into you will give you life and give you health. Let's pause it right there. I love this. You see, in Isaiah 43, chapter 43, in verse 18 and 19, It tells you that God is doing a new thing in the earth. What is the new thing that God is doing? The new thing was Jesus. It is still Jesus today. That's the new thing. See, again, in Adam all died. But in Christ Jesus, 
all were made alive. In Adam, all die. But in Christ Jesus, all can come out of their sickness and disease. Not just sin. He didn't just die to save you from your sin. He did that too, but that's not all he done. Amen. He died to bring you out of every faith that was not lined up with his word. He sent Jesus to remove it all mm-hmm. of you. And that's why 1 Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self bore our sickness and our disease in his own body. How did he do it? When he hung, when he hung on that cross. By whose stripes you were healed. By whose stripes, by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. If you were, you are. And you are now, right now, healed. But my people perish for lack of knowledge because they have not known. They continue Mm -hmm. on in this. Mm -hmm. But it's an insult to the Father to send his son to die for us and we won't receive what he said. We won't receive the inheritance. We won't receive uh, the will. The will read. Healing is yours already. It's in the will. Deliverance from sin is yours already. Stop saying, well, God is trying to teach me something. No, he's not. The devil is trying to kill you. Amen. Come on. Okay, back to your notes. Psalms 91, verse 16 says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. We all admit that the 91st Psalm belongs to the church. It belongs to who? To the church. church. It could not. Come on. It could not apply to the Jews, but it does apply to us, the church. It says, he will cover thee with his pinions, and under his wings shall thou take refuge. His truth, or his word, is a shield and a buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Glory to Jesus. There is protection from earthquakes. From cyclones, from pestilence, from sickness, even from war. This thing puts us in the realm of the supernatural. We are linked up with Christ 
so that he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. That's John 15 and 5. The life in the vine is in the branch. As soon as the branch is wounded, the vine pours life into the wounded branches so that it can go there and fruit. Hmm. Isn't that powerful? Uh-huh. Isn't that powerful? My, my, my. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So if you can do it for a branch on a tree, what about me and you? You know to do it for us. All right? So the life of God pours into the body of Christ and heals the members of sickness and disease and want. So they can go on bearing fruit to the glory of God. And this is why the scripture says, this is why the scripture says, and they came to hear and to be healed. Every Saturday morning, here you have their prophet and brother elder pouring life into you. Pouring the healing, the nurturing, the healing power of God into you. Now it's time for you to receive it. Open your mouth in faith and say, you know what? I like this. And I'm not going to be sick any longer. I'd have made up my mind. What's happening? Now, this life-giving word, this healing-giving word is being poured into you. That's something good to meditate on, isn't it? Amen. All right. And in the closing notes, it says this. Worry and fear poisons the bloodstream. Say it again. Fight, worry, and fear poison the bloodstream. Fight Mm -hmm. in the Lord, I'm sorry, purifies it. I'll say it again. Worry and fear poison the bloodstream, but faith in the Lord purifies it. Yes. Disease is defeated by your confession of the word. By your faith-filled confession, disease is defeated. Disease gains the ascendancy, though, when you confess the testimony of your senses. I'll say that again. Disease is defeated by your confessing the word of God. But disease gains the ascendancy in you and I when we confess the testimony of our senses. Satan is whipped with words. You are healed with words. Mm -hmm. So make your lips do their duty. Fill your lips with the word of God. Look at that. Amen. 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 Now, prophet, that's powerful. 
This is why it says in the book of Revelations, and they overcame him, talk about the devil, by the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus, mm -hmm. and by the words of their testimony. This mm -hmm. is why we encourage, encourage yeah. testimony. This is why we encourage you to get involved. Open your mouth. Great get God. involved. That's why we do that. Praise the Lord. This is powerful. Prophet, what do you say before we go to the phone line? Oh, wow. Well, you know, Apostle, it's, you know, we can say this is mm. review for us. Yeah. But to some of us, it's brand new. I'll Absolutely. say that again. To some of us, it's review. But then to some of us, it's brand new. What I can say, though, because, you know, it's something we uh, deal with on a daily basis, these, this powerful message of uh, words, 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 words. We will have, if we really get it in our hearts, and really understand it, take it to heart, really take this to heart and get a good working knowledge of it, you know, that's where I live. We can yes. talk about scripture day and night, day and night, but if we don't really understand the inner workings of it and what our part is and what God is saying to us that we should do, how we should walk it out, it means nothing to us. So that's just right. looking at this message, destroying the works of the devil, I would say focus on how do you destroy? How, okay, so this is good. So how do I do it? In the body of your message today, uh, Apostle, you, you brought out uh, several good points. Ask. He said, whatever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified. So we, be, we start out by asking God to give us his word. In any situation that we're dealing with, whether it's about our healing, our finances, our children, our workplaces, our communities, whatever we're dealing with, our businesses, we ask. Father, you say whatever I ask. Jesus said, he made this promise to me. Whatever I ask you, in his name, you will do it. I need a word. Lead and guide me on what you have said about my body being healed. And then, of course, he's going to give it to us because he said he would. Amen. That's right. That's so right. in the name of Jesus, we go look up all the scriptures on healing. And then when he starts speaking out to you on whatever verse that is, you know what? He didn't say that you need to do it. You need to trust him to do it. Amen. And how do we trust him? By speaking his word and then standing in faith. And believe that he will do what he said he would do. Believe that it's already done, first of all. Believe that it is already done. Get like the early church. Independent of circumstances. You have to make sure that we are not looking at and constantly talking about the circumstances around us. Like we always talk about whatever the news media says, we are parakeets of it. You know, I heard on the news thus, 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 A, B, C, E, F, G and we go and say that. No, we should find out what the word of God says about it and place that word over it and then do what we heard today in this lesson and that is what? 
meditate on that and begin to what? Use our lips. Yeah. Use our lips to speak those words. Praise God. Use our lips to speak those words. We saw a powerful, powerful promise in first in, in Psalms 91. He said, but it shall not come near you. All this stuff that is going on, you know. You know, he said, my word, it's a, my word is a shield. It's a buckler. But if we, here's the key to the lesson today about that. I kept hearing this in my spirit as we talked about all these powerful scriptures. You know what? Yeah. Okay, you said, all that's fine. All that's great, Apostle Prophet. That's great. But you know what? I'm sitting here sick. You might be. You might be. But let me say this. You know what you have to do? You have to look past that sickness that's upon your body. Now, you might think I'm kind of crazy when I say this to you, but I mean it with all my heart. Listen carefully. Get up out of that sick bed. I'm told you it's going to sound crazy. You say, well, I can't. Yes, you can. I know you can. That's right. If you say, Father, in Jesus' name, I'm asking you to give me the strength to get up out of this bed. And because Jesus said, whatever I ask you, you'll do it. Well, guess what? I have the strength to get out of this bed. And you get up. You just get up. You say, well, I might fall down. Well, so what? But here's what I know. I know you will not fall down. You know why? Because all God is waiting on is for you. You've already spoken his word. You already believe it. You're constantly quoting. All he's waiting for you now is to get up and act on it. And see when you stand, he's going to catch. He's going to catch you. Oh, come on now. You're not listening to me. You're not listening. He will catch you. I dare you to make a step. It's always as you go. It's always as you go. Put Make a step. Just say I'm standing on your word now. If I fall, if I die or whatever, then you, you didn't tell the truth. And I know you told the truth, so here I come. Are you listening to me? Now that's faith. That's good. And I promise you, you might take one step and just have to stay in there. But then I, I want to encourage you to take another one. Uh-huh. Yeah, take another one. Once you get your breath or whatever, you get situated or you you find something to hold on, take another one. You know what's going to happen to you? <laughs> You're going to find that your strength is coming in. And the more steps you take, the more he's taking with you. And the more steps you take with him, the more that situation is going to leave you. Because see, when darkness and light come together, let me tell you, it will never be the light that will flee. It will always be the darkness. Walk in any dark room and hit that light switch and watch what happens to the darkness. Sickness is darkness. But when you stand on the word of God, child of God, trust me, that darkness will flee. Amen. And before the week is out, you'll be running. <laughs> wondering where did the pain go? Praise God. And that's, that's good. That's Amen. Praise that's God. exactly how it works. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, ain't but one thing left to, to do here. You go ahead and receive right now what you heard today. Make your confession. Father, I heard your word. I believe it. I receive it. 
and therefore it is mine. I am healed now. And like the prophet just told you, now do something you couldn't do before. If you couldn't stand up, stand up. If you couldn't move your legs, move your legs. You couldn't uh, lift your arm up to your head, lift that arm. Glory be to God. Prophet, that was good. Very good. Jesus made this statement in the word. I am the vine. And you are the branches. Mm-hmm. I'm the what? I am the vine. Mm-hmm. And you are the branches. Yeah. The branch cannot bear fruit of itself. But it must be connected. To the what? The vine. To the vine. Yeah. There's healing in the name of Jesus. Receive mm-hmm. that name. Mm-hmm. Begin to call on that name. You know, Apostle, i like to reiterate again what I just shared from your notes. The question uh-huh. Sister Osha asked. Yeah. He said, so so the same way that we go and pour healing into the vine to heal the branch, he says, the life of God also pours into the body of Christ, into the believers. And heals them of sickness and of disease and of want. But then there's a powerful message attached to that. Why does he do that? So that they can go on bearing fruit to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. See that? Yeah. That's that's our job. That's our position. That's our purpose in life. Mm-hmm. That's the number one reason why, Sister Osha, that Satan's trying to attack your body, right? You know, my body, your body, anybody's body. Whenever he mm-hmm. comes against us, it's to keep you from bearing fruit. It's to keep you from winning souls, as we've talked about. But if we are not interested in that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a flip-flop on you guys. I hope you listen. If we're not interested in being a light in this dark world, if we're not interested in continuing the work of Jesus, if we're not interested in letting someone like Brother Bob just gave that powerful testimony of what God did for him so he could do for others, that's an encouragement to other people to give them hope. He did it for me. He'll do it for you. So we're not interested in using our mouth to do those kinds of things, there's no reason for him to pour the life into you. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him to pour life into us. If we're not convinced and have made a decision to follow Christ that way, to be his arms, his legs, his extension, his mouthpiece, his, you know, his vocal. If we're not, if we have not made a decision to do that, why should he pour into us? Mm-hmm. That's vitally important that we get that. 
We all yes, want the is. blessing. I know good and well I do. I, me and I want the blessing. But I mm-hmm. also have to realize why I'm getting the blessing and what I'm to do with it. Praise That's God. good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's awesome. Healing belongs to you. It belongs to you. It's yours today. The scripture says, the blessing prophet of the Lord maketh you rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. Well, if the blessing of the Lord maketh you rich, the blessing of the Lord also heal your sick body. Amen. Because that same blessing that makes you rich, that same blessing heals your body. Mm-hmm. I, I like what Brother Bob said as well. He said he prayed and asked the Lord. You remember that's what we're saying in your in notes. Go find yeah. a word. Find out, Father, whatever the situation. Ask God about it. He said he did, and God said, "Well, yeah, you go and do that. You go and get that that take that get that condition straightened out. Let the doctors do that." See, guys, what we're trying to tell you is, Apostle and I never ever once said in our teaching ministry that we do not believe in doctors. No. That we don't go no. to the doctor. We, that's not who we are. That's not what we're saying. We never say that and we will never ever say that to you. That's right. We always say how great doctors are. We always thank God for doctors. We always compliment great doctors, Christian doctors. We encourage you to find a good Christian doctor. Apostle and I have doctors. You know, you get to a certain age, you you want to keep regular checkups on your body. And as we've heard great men and women of God talk about this situation, they tell us. They go to the doctor to find out what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Because you have not studied anatomy. You have not studied medicine to know what to do. I know I haven't. But doctors have. Haven't they, Apostle? They've studied the body. They've taken medicine years and years and years and years. And when you find a good Christian doctor, you have a blessed tool, instrument in your life. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard Copeland say he, he and Gloria do regular uh, visits to their doctor. It would be, yeah. I think we would be doing a, an injustice as we age to not make sure that our body is functioning properly going to the doctor and then, you know, listening to what they say. But 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 then you go and you get with the doctor, the main, the doctor of us all. Now, Father, the doctor, the physical doctor, my physician said this, but I'm seeking you for a word on this situation. Are you listening to me? And Brother That's Bob, good. he did that. And then the, he said, God told him, go ahead and take that uh, correction in your heart that the doctors want to do. See, but what he had already gotten a hold of was it, it wasn't, wasn't nothing going to happen to him. God was with him. Yes. His faith was in, in God, not in the doctors. It was in, it was in, in God. That's right. So we have to make sure we understand that, guys, that we trust God with everything. That's right. But don't but don't shy away from making sure your body is functioning properly, going to keeping up regular doctor visits. 
No, we're not teaching that. We're not preaching that at all. We're not teaching that you should not take medication. As a matter of fact, what we say is this. If your faith has not been developed enough that you don't have to take medication, you should take your medication. Are you listening to me? That's right. But if you keep working this process that we're talking about, some of us get to the place where we, our faith is so strong. We don't need the medication. But if you have not come to that level, don't let anybody make you feel bad because you're taking medication. Hello? Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Now, we want to make sure that we understand what the word of God says about our body and about our healing. That's right. Glory to God. Glory to God. When you take medicine in the name of Jesus, there you go and pray over that medicine and better for you. That's right. Yes, it will. One time I see. Go ahead. Like like Dad Hagen shared with us one time is when his niece had this sickness upon her. Remember that apostle? He asked the question. He asked the question. Do you want to go to the doctor or do you want to be healed spiritually? And what was her answer? She said, I want to be healed spiritually. He said, I needed to find out what her will was. That's right. Because either way, you're going to get your healing. And so she decided to go the spiritual route. I I don't want to go to the hospital, Uncle Ken. He said, okay, then come on, let's pray right now and we're going to stand on the word of God see now when you make that decision your faith has to be there you don't try to that's where a lot of us miss it we try to develop faith along the way you can't try to develop faith along the way guys you gotta already have the faith you gotta already be faithful you gotta already understand once I make this faith confession, I'm not turning back from it. And so that's why you got to make sure you make the right faith confession. Yes. And it's got to be based on the word of God. And when you do that, guess what? God is right there. But if you start thinking and, and, and talking about the pain and I don't think it's working and maybe I missed God. You will never miss God. No, you won't. He will never let you miss him. That's right. He won't. So there's a choice. You you go you can go either way, but don't get in condemnation about it, child of God. If you've made a faith confession and you feel that it's not working, guess what? Because your faith is not working. It's not God. It's your faith that is not working. And so go ahead on and take your medication until your faith gets strong enough. Listen, the word of God is going to be right. Miracle signs and wonders is going to be in operation because the Lord said so. The only thing left to add to it is you. We believe God to see you there. Until then, this is Larry and Helen reminding you, you keep paying attention to work because the word of God is needful. And something good is going to happen to you like your healing. Thank you so much. And God bless you. See you next time.